In today's episode, we look at Kenya Kwanzaa government's promise of cheap electricity. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC and in Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. In Kenya, the Kenya Kwanzaa government is walking back on a promise of cheap electricity. David Ndee, the chairperson of President William Ruto's Council of Economic Advisers, says current power bills are as a result of high production costs from fuel use for generation and water levies. The cost of production, Ndee says, is what Kenya Kwanzaa promised to reduce. Chachi Logutu, IC Group Economist for North and East Africa, joins us for this episode. Give us context of the electricity sector in Kenya. So we look at the cheap electricity promise by the new Kenya Kwanza government. And just to give it some context is that uh, we had a task force on electricity reforms and it gave some recommendations. So one of the headline recommendations was to the effect that they could be, based on some of the reforms or some some of the recommendations that they had, uh, we could see that the average uh, unit price uh, will go down from 24 shillings per kilo, kilowatt per hour uh, from 24 shillings to 16 shillings. So that's around 33% uh, reduction in uh, the electricity prices to consumers. And to be sure, we saw that uh, what was affected was not 33%, but it was a 15% uh, reduction in electricity tariff. That was in place uh, as at January 2022. Last year, uh, it was to end in December, but since been extended till around uh, April, thereabouts of this year. So that's the context that we are looking at uh, that... Um, with the anticipation that these uh, electricity tariffs will be uh, reversed back to where they were. So there was need of uh, coming up with something that will see uh, electricity prices in Kenya going lower. So that's the context. Uh, But I I could mention that there has been a cost uh, element to Kenya Power. Kenya Power is the electricity a monopoly in Kenya in charge of distributing electricity. It gets um, most of the energy that is generated in Kenya is from Kenjan, is also another uh, state entity. It supplies over 70% of electricity to Kenya Power. And then the remainder of the electricity is supplied by uh, power purchasing agreements. So IPP is independent power producers. Uh, but now the thing is that uh, the Electricity that is supplied by Kenjan is way cheaper than what the independent power producers are supplying. We find that is uh, the unit cost is around uh, uh, is more or less uh, like of equally split. Like the percentage of costs that uh, Kenya Power spends to pay Kenjan. Uh, which supplies 70% over 70% of the electricity is more or less the same cost that uh, Kenya Power spends to IPPs which supply the remainder of the electricity. So it's a bit lopsided, but this is coming from the fact that independent power producers are, most of them, they charge in foreign currency and some of the agreements were signed off like 20 years ago when Kenya shillings to the uh, United States dollar was around 70 or 80. Right now we're looking at 129. So there's been a huge spike 
in commitments by Kenya Power to the independent power producers. So those are some of the structural issues that we are seeing uh, in the unique case of Kenya Power, uh, having some significant uh, pass-through costs to consumers. And by because of the nature of what is how the power is generated, which eventually now goes to Kenya Power. That's some some of the context that uh, I would like to bring to the fore. But that said, uh, I think Kenya Power, Kenya Kwanzaa, in their manifesto, they had said that they will be able to reduce the power power pricing cost. And in this context, we are looking at a um, state utility. Kenya Power, because of the impact of 15% reduction in the tariff, electricity tariffs last year, they are also in negative territory in terms of revenue that they are able to generate. And in fact, we just saw the numbers for half year uh, as at the end of last year, whereby uh, it was deep in, 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 in losses by the fact that they are not able to generate the required revenues uh, once when these uh, um, reduced tariffs kicked in place. So that has been a negative impact on Kenya Power. And right now, uh, Kenya Power, uh, sometime in January, it's an advertisement in terms of how the respective consumer electricity tariffs will be able to be dialed upwards. Can there be a balancing act between Kenya Power walking the line of profitability and also providing relatively cheaper power as promised by Kenya Kwanzaa? So definitely uh, Kenya Power's uh, fiscal position has been constrained by the fact that uh, the 15% electricity tariff has been put in place and that has led to a dent even in the latest uh, financials that uh, have been were reported uh, sometime last evening. Uh, the numbers are just pointing to the fact that they have really been uh, uh, clipped or their finances have been hampered by that uh, reduction in electricity tariffs. So right now, uh, Kenya Power is in the midst of uh, uh, public participation. Uh, around January, they did uh, notice or they put an intention to the regulator in terms of uh, hiking uh, electricity tariffs amongst the different bands of consumers and right now the regulator has been conducting a number of public participation across the country just to get views from uh, stakeholders uh, people who are involved within that whole energy ecosystem so but what we've seen from the news law is that apparently uh, kenya power had put up in place uh, a recommendation that those uh, customers who get their revenues in dollars so they will have to pay their uh, electricity in dollars, but uh, I think that we've seen an update in the course of the day to the fact that the regulator basically rejected that uh, uh, specific uh, proposal by Kenya Power in the context of uh, addressing uh, electricity prices. So back to what we are hearing, uh, yes, uh, Kenya Kwanzaa came, uh, they had a manifesto, and one of the things that uh, they, they more or less uh, told us is to the effect that they will be able to reduce uh, the cost of uh, electricity. Uh, uh, there are a number of plans that they wanted to do, uh, but basically my feeling is that this measures will be a bit long-term uh, discussions regarding uh, independent power producers, some of them. I mean, there are contractual obligations, commitments, which any government can just rip apart uh, 
on, 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 on the film. So these are some of the things that probably we could not see uh, electricity prices coming lower as per what was expected or as per the rhetoric during the campaign period. But it will take much, much longer time frame than expected. Obviously, there's also been efforts towards renewable energy, uh, the uh, geothermal energy, and also efforts with around the nuclear project. But these are a bit long term in my view. They may not be actioned, realized within the near term. And that's where the angst of Kenyans are. They just want to see that the electricity prices are, are, are lower. So uh, that's just my view. I think that, yeah, in as much as the pledges were made during uh, campaigns, it will take longer. Uh, the execution risks are quite uh, amplified by the fact that some of these things, I mean, it's, they cannot be achieved within a shorter time frame, but should be done within a match uh, when they have some much more space to achieve uh, this goal of bringing down the electricity. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Stanbic Bank Nigeria PMI sank to 44.7 in February of 2023 from 53.5 in the prior month. It's the latest reading, pointing to the first contraction in the private sector business conditions in over two years, ending a 31-month sequence of expansion. Steep reductions in output and new orders were observed attributed to cash shortage challenges experienced across the country during the month. Consequently, firms scaled back their purchasing activity and employment. Meanwhile, persistent fuel shortages saw petrol pump prices increase, which added to price pressures and led to supplier delivery delays. The rate of input inflation was the softest since June 2020, but marked and stronger than the series average. In turn, there was a further sharp rise in output prices, albeit one that was the weakest in four months. Lastly, business sentiment was at a five-month high, supported by hopes that economic conditions will improve alongside business expansion and investment plans. A court in Paris on Tuesday dismissed a case filed by six French and Ugandan environmental human rights groups seeking to halt construction of the over 1,400-kilometer East African crude oil pipeline from Uganda to Tanzania. The activists had accused French oil major Total Energies, the lead investor in the $5 billion ECOP, of doing little to protect the environment and people. The court ever ruled that the case was not only inadmissible, but also required an in-depth analysis to ascertain if the accusations against the firm were justified, including an audit of ground operations. Uganda's oil project involves drilling over 400 wells, mostly located in the Machishon Falls National Park. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adong.